welcome to Sugar We're Going Down Podcasting, a Fallout Boy podcast where we go track by random ass track until we die. My name is Caitlin, and joining me until we die is Joe. Don't you hate it when you see God cry in the reflection of your enemies? <laughs> <laughs> Don't it always seem to go? <laughs> Hello, welcome back to the program. Uh, this episode's going to be weird because this song's short and has just a piano and a voice. For some reason, when you were doing the intro, and this happens, I think, maybe 50% of the time, I get really confused when you say your name and not my name. Like I, <laughs> it's, I don't know why. It's only this show where I get really caught up. I don't know if it's because I'm used to doing the intros of other shows and I've never done this one and I never will. Yeah, no, this is exclusively my territory. Mm -hmm. And I respect you. And I and I don't want to I don't want to encroach on your territory, but I keep having this problem. <laughs> Anyways, talk about Golden. Yeah. This week, Golden is a bit of a standout song for Fall Out Boy in the sense that it is just a piano singing song, a piano ballad. It's kind of a ballad, I guess. Uh, it comes in on Infinity on High between Hum Hallelujah and Thanks for the Memories, which is a hell of a a power a power trio mm -hmm. really slows things down before they get picked back up in a different way. about golden um i feel like i had more feelings about it as a as a youth mm -hmm. than i do now that's fair there's there's an aura of it that just feels sad yeah like it just like the the piano voice combo definitely serves to like really really get in there with that melancholia but like i think yeah like when i actually was like looking get a, at get a healthy the... dish of that melon cauliflower <laughs> fuck <laughs> I fucking hate you <laughs> I'm sorry I disrupted a very important thought you were having <laughs> that's okay it's probably payback for all the times I've been like Joe I'm gonna completely derail <laughs> um no but I think it like it does such a good job of setting up that tone that like it really especially because like, I listened to this when I was like 12 the first time yep so i definitely like was very taken in by that but like once you get into the actual lyrics and stuff it is like there's a lot of good lyricism that i like but it's not like i don't even really know what it's about still it's it, it's weird because i'm like yeah this is maybe pete as some of his most straightforward and vulnerable however it is just a song about how people don't like him and he feels mm -hmm. like he or rather, I guess I should say a song where he feels like no one likes him and how he feels like like to, to really compact it. It's like the same stuff we've been talking about forever. I wasn't ready to be famous and I was famous as a stupid kid. And now everyone's like, oh, that Pete Wentz is is uh, is fucking weird. And he's like, I was 18 
please. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, and I like this. I like this take on that concept. It's you know, it's feels like what we've been talking about for the past month and a half on the show. But I, I think it's okay in this song. Maybe just the the tone of it presents it in a different way sonically, or it evokes a different motion. But I think it's more in the the sound of the song and not the lyrics by any means. Yeah, it's a. Uh... Yeah, I feel like I didn't even know that, like, I mean, yeah, like, it makes sense that it's about people, like, not really liking him. Mm -hmm. But, like, I don't know. It just, like, I'm just, I'm just out here, like, I don't. Just not connecting with it? Yeah, I'm like, I don't, this just seems like it's just, like, a mood piece, which there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But it's just, I guess, like, weird, because I'm not. What do you say about it? What do you say about a mood piece? It's just like it it does a good job evoking the mood. Mm-hmm. It is a big mood. Yeah, but like other than that, I'm like, man, I don't fucking know. Yeah, it's fair. I think it's easy to be like, oh, this song's sad, and some of the word choice really like evokes uh, emotions. And then when you really dig into like what it's talking about, you're like, oh, that's not really a thing I can relate to, Pete. That <laughs> I've never been famous. <laughs> yeah. And, which like we've. I think we've had that exact conversation many a time on this show. Just like, still fine for him to write that. But uh, I don't know. Listen to the rest of a podcast <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to hear us talk about it. Listen to literally every other episode. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple lines in here that I think do a, like an interesting, maybe interesting is too strong a word in some cases, but like it, it talks about it in a way that I don't think we've necessarily talked about on this show yet. With like like the opening line of how cruel is the golden rule when lives we when the lives we lived are only golden plated, just like feeling like it's only surface level treatment and that people are are, are fake and hollow or whatever. Which again, like not a revolutionary thing for Pete to say, but no, um, doing it through this metaphor of a golden rule that I think his key demographic of twelve year olds in two thousand seven were probably familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like yeah. That hits hard. It's like those memes where, like, you see something that's, like, you've heard a million times, and then it's, like, white moms on Facebook, like, oh, my God. Like, that's, <laughs> it's kind of, this, this song is a little bit of that, but with the exception of the piano and Patrick singing really fucking works. Yeah, it's, I'm just really struggling, because I'm like, yeah, it's so effective in evoking, again, a big mood. Mm-hmm. And, like, I do, I really like, like, the, the... Tongues on sockets of electric dreams. I dig. Yeah, I was gonna say um, that's, that's another really good um, like like way of phrasing what he's uh, talking about. Yeah, and like the the sewage of youth drowned the spark of my teens. Like again, fucking good lyrics. Like I dig mm-hmm. it, but there's just like not. He has the two verses, which are each two lines, <laughs> and they're really good. And then the chorus and pre-chorus are repeated, and that's it. That's the song. It's two and a half yeah. minutes. And it's and I just like. And it, it's fucking, I still like it. I still oh, like great. this song, but I don't like, I can't even really do like a close read of it. Cause I'm like, I don't really know mm-hmm. what to say. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a very good song. I think it's very, very good in the context of the album overall. Um, I think it's probably most effective between Hum Hallelujah. Um, like, like, think like remembering back of our conversation of Hum Hallelujah, which was, wasn't that long ago, like this following that up, I think is incredibly poignant. Mm-hmm. before leading into the uh, manic streak of thanks for the memories, 
don't you know who I think I am? Afterlife of the party, Cripple Tunnel of Love, Pain the Doldrums. It's like, like, this is like the last moment of reprieve for the record before it goes off on Infinity on High's bullshit. But I think it's very effective in that way. But as far as like the type of reading we do on the show is like, all right, well, there's these, these lines are good and these are why. And sometimes God cries in the reflection of your enemies. You know? <laughs> sometimes it be that way. Sometimes it really be that way. He ties back in with that um, golden plating, golden rule metaphor with, and in the pre-chorus, I knew the lights of the city were too heavy for me, which it should be, hopefully y'all know what that means at this point. We've talked about it every episode. And though I carried carrots for everyone to see, meaning gold as well, that he is pretending, he is also putting on this gold plating to fit in and thinks things are fine, even though he knows they are not. But then he sees God cry in the reflection of his enemies. That is the part where, like, I like it, but that is absolutely the part where it goes completely off the fucking rails. Yeah, it's it's wild because I'm like, for like Patrick's delivery of it and like the something about the phrasing of it just feels like incredibly powerful. But what the fuck does it mean? Yeah. And I saw God cry in the reflection of my enemies and all the lovers with no time for me and all of the mothers raised their babies to stay Especially because, like, because, like, I get, like, right, like, what we already talked about, you know, we talked about, like, the the sewage of youth drowned the spark of my teens, and, like, oh, like, he was a kid who got famous, and then everyone's, like, mean mm-hmm. about it. But then this is, like... Why are you wearing eyeliner, Pete? <laughs> what are you, gay? <laughs> yes, a little bit. Kind of, yeah. Nothing wrong with um, that. I love you, but... Pete. This is the one time I'll say that. <laughs> Because <laughs> usually I'm complaining about something. But also, thank you for the things that you've done that I like. It's just a really mixed bag. Anyway, but so it's like that, and then all of a sudden, it's just like, fuck. It's like the literally the fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, fuck you moment. <laughs> but with different things Pete has written. <laughs> yeah, and like different, just like different like people and stuff in his life, and it's mm-hmm. like, what? Because I guess I kind of get the all of the mothers raise their babies to stay away from me as like a because it's like a cautionary tale thing, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I don't can see that. Don't grow up to be like that weirdo, Pete Wentz. <laughs> don't grow up to be like Pete. Mm-hmm. But the other stuff, like the the God crying in the reflection, like I sure wish that I could see God cry in the reflection of my enemies, <laughs> but that's not like I don't understand how that connects to the rest of this. Yeah. It's just kind of like a the most hopeless lyric <laughs> I think imaginable, or at least that Pete has probably written. Because because the the whole chorus in context is I saw God cry in the reflection of my enemies and all the lovers who have no time for me and all of the mothers raise their babies to stay away from me, says he. And uh, when it's repeated at the end, it's followed up by one last outro line of pray they don't grow up to be me. And yeah, just Pete. 
being his teen self, figuring out what he wants to do and how he wants to to be, but he's doing it in a very public eye, and you know sometimes that's you know fun, and sometimes it's terrifying, uh, and you you deal with a lot of that criticism, um, and like it's not really explicit in these lyrics by any means, but I don't think it's too hard to actually reach about like legitimate homophobia that was involved just because like I know where I was at in 2007. Like I, I know how uh, people around me when uh, in, in the schools were in 2007, like, yep. As someone who definitely was dealing with homophobia in 2007. Yeah. Yeah. Big same. Um, and, and I think, uh, whether it's intentional or not, the use of, um, God crying at something that is not approved of by, uh, lovers and or mothers, <laughs> I, 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 th- I think that's not a, a incredibly huge stretch. It's just a very, uh, short song that doesn't, it just kind of says it the one way in the chorus and pre-chorus and then repeats it, um, and talks about, uh, being in the public eye. Um, and people being mean to you when you're in the public eye because he's how old was he in 2007 like probably Not older than they're giving him credit for but uh, he was like late 20s i would guess so that's that's <laughs> that's my close reading of golden like that's i'm like eh, this is this is me projecting what that time was like um because i would say uh, I, t- I talked about on the last episode how i didn't really listen I, I don't think i actually explicitly said like i did not listen to fallout boy until i heard had first slide and then I got into them for real. Um, I'd heard like some singles, like I knew dance dance. I knew fucking thanks for the memories probably. And I, I know that when I was younger and in like middle school and stuff, like people questioning Pete Wentz's sexuality was like one of the first things, if not the only thing I ever heard about that band in the same way, like people would, you would hear more people talk and use homophobic slurs to talk shit on like early Justin Bieber than you would hear people actually appreciate his music that's just the fucking volatile energy that comes from middle school i'm not saying that is what this song is about i'm saying that like i could read it that way a little bit deeper than what it's actually saying yeah well it's just i i think my thing with this is it really does tie back to what we were talking about before of like i think that this song is less good as a song by itself and like absolutely killer as like a transition yes yeah that's an incredibly like fair point to to bring up yeah because like 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 trying to just it just doesn't feel like there's enough there for us to really get into it on that level of it being like a song in the way that we've been able to with other ones but like Mm -hmm. when you like when you listen to that transition between golden and the next fucking song like that i'm drawing a blank on because i'm hungover oh thanks for the memories yeah it's like it it it's such a weird thing because I feel like it honestly shouldn't work because that's a pretty big fucking tone shift. Mm-hmm. Th- thanks for the memory. Starts with like some darker tones, so it yeah. The, the transition is like really good, <laughs> and like there's like a repeated clicking sound at the end of the track that um yeah builds up into how thanks for the memories actually starts. And I saw God cry in the reflection of my enemies.
And it just, it fucking is, it kills it. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Genius.com user Fallout Josie for the only comment on this song's lyrics that says, I cry every time I hear this song. Four years ago. <laughs> I hope you're doing okay. Oh, no, there's more comments. It's just that's the only one it showed me. <laughs> all the other songs basically say the same thing. Uh, or all the other comments. But shout out to you, Fallout Josie. That should be my name. That should be my fucking Twitter handle. Yeah, it should be. <laughs> Let me see if it's taken. I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a Twitter for the show and then just name it that at Fallout Josie. Uh, it already exists. No, but they haven't tweeted us since 2014. I wonder if it's the same person. God, fuck them. I have to be like, hey, if you're not using this, <laughs> give it to no, us. No, I. W- it's gonna be fob cast. It's gonna be at fob cast. Yeah, you keep saying you're gonna do it, and then like there's <laughs> we're just like ah eh, maybe I, I'm gonna do it. I, okay. I need a place for the shit posts, Joe. You're right. I I believe you and I trust you. Hell yeah. I also believe it when I see it. <laughs> see, now I'm going to do it out of spite right now. <laughs> okay, yeah, do it. Fuck yeah. Perfect. I think that's it. I think I think it's fair for us to have a, a little bit of a shorter episode with, with this song because there is only so much to say on it. Mm-hmm. Do we want to just like hop into the pairing and call it good? Yeah, if y'all forget, because uh, I sometimes I haven't done it on the show in a, like a several weeks, <laughs> but uh, every week I do I do a pairing of a non follow up boy song and I put it on the Spotify playlist that you can find linked in the show notes. But but this week I had chosen uh, "Fix Me" by Kuko and and Dylan Francis, which isn't necessarily about um, fame necessarily or like what we ended up talking about, but. Uh, it's it's it evokes a similar sort of mood to me, and Kuko just writes a shit ton of love songs, and he probably will forever. And he's very good at it. I look forward to him making an album this year, maybe, or just in general, another Kuko album, please. But uh, I, as him being so young and just sort of writing about like relationships and stuff, I think it's a relatively fair comparison. And th- and that song in particular is kind of like I'm really sad right now, y'all. <laughs> Yeah, I like I liked it because you. I was listening to it, and when you sent it to me, you were like, "Oh, this isn't really like a one for one or whatever." But I'm picking it, and I was like, "Dope." But listening to it, it definitely. I feel like it's just like being more explicit about what the sadness is. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very honest in a, in a nice way. Yeah, but it, it evokes that same like mood and tone, absolutely. But it's just like. Hey, I'm a fucking literal sad boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, please, please help me. <laughs> yeah. So you can find that on the playlist, which is linked in the show notes, or um, it's just it's a public playlist on Spotify if you search FOB Cast. Um, but I think that's I think that's the episode. I'm looking at the time we've been recording, and I'm trying to add two and a half minutes to it to listen to the song, and I'm like, yeah, that's close enough. <laughs> 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 um, Caitlin, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at, uh, oh god, I fucked that up. Uh, <laughs> I was I, I was gonna say you can find me at CGR on Twitter, but then I was also gonna say on Twitter.com, and I just really fucked it up. Anyway, if you go to Twitter, you can find me at CG and ARs, and from there I have a pinned tweet with all of my, uh, well, most of my other shit. Mm-hmm. So, For April yeah. Fools, you should have um, changed your handle to just add, like, a few more R's. <laughs> I don't know what the character limit is, but you should really push up against it. (laughs) That's just my hot take. 
just just ruin any like last sliver exactly. of branding I have with the eight R's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just change how many R's are there every couple weeks. Just make oh every plug you've ever put on a podcast completely useless. Yeah, make it so no one can ever find me on the internet ever again. I mean, if you search CG and you get to like four R's, you've probably narrowed it down by that point, right? Like you're There's gonna show up in the search. Who literally has the same exact ad as me, but it's like six or seven R's. Christ. And I'm like, why? Just to spite you. Like literally, I had to do eight because that other person already had like six. I love that that existed, and you were like, "I'm still gonna do it." <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was like, I was like 19 and wanted a damn Twitter account, and was just really dead set on doing it. I don't know. I support you. Thank you. You are you are valid. You can find me on the Twitter at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J O. I tweet about whatever podcasts I make and some other stuff sometimes. I think that's it. You can tweet about the show with hashtag FOBcast. You can talk with us and other people who listen to the show in the Orange Groves Discord server. That will be linked in the show notes. It's also on the uh, website, theorangegroves.com, which is the podcast network that the show is on. Fuck. Woo! Uh, I think... I think this is the first time we've recorded since Argonauts joined the network. If I said that exact same thing last week, I'm sorry. Um, but <laughs> Argonauts joined the network. You should listen to Argonauts. It's an extremely good show um, where Andrew tries to solve uh, ARGs, which is um, alternate reality games. Uh, and Marn, the encyclopedia of ARGs, uh, guides him through it. Um, and it's a very, very good listen. I do recommend it. And you can find that and a bunch of other stuff at theorangegroves.com. I think that's all the things. Yeah, there might be I a think... Fobcast Twitter. <laughs> yeah, it, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Don't don't hold me to it being Fobcast, just because I don't know if it's open. I'm actually gonna look right now. I actually don't think it is. <laughs> I got to the point where I was like, I don't. Fuck! There is one. It's a locked account. It's a locked account that hasn't fucking. It, it's been here since. August 2013, and it only has five followers. First God Fallout, Josie, and now this. Ugh, I'm devastated. Anyway, I'll, there will be a Twitter by mm-hmm. the time you're hearing this. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but... What's, what's something that we say all the time? Uh, is this more than you bargained for yet? There's that. We do say, I do say that every episode. We'll figure it out between now and the next time we record, probably. Yep. Hey, this is Joe editing in real quick because Caitlin went and did the damn thing. So you can follow the show's Twitter at SWGDPod on Twitter, SWGDPOD. I'll uh, be Fallout Boy related posting from, from either of us. Um, and it'll also have new episodes tweeted out probably uh, when they come out every Wednesday. I think that's it for today's episode. So thank you for listening. We will see you next week with a different song. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> Just remembered <laughs> what it is. All right. Uh, bye. Oh, wait, bye. Caitlin. Wait, Caitlin, is this more than what? you bargained for yet? I fucked up. <laughs> we just mentioned it, too. I know. Both of us immediately forgot. That's probably why I forgot. Caitlin, is this more than you bargained for yet? God. Uh, This was actually less than I bargained for. No, yeah, this was quite a bit of a deal, actually. Yeah. This, this is a half-price yeah, We episode. saved some time and some money on this one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we will see you next week for real this time. Goodbye. Bye.
Hey, Jory, have you ever watched the anime called One Piece? Yeah, Joe. I watch for a podcast that we do. What? You know, we are watching One Piece. I started watching it so you could rewatch it, and then we talk about it sometimes. I have, I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, we don't do it super frequently. Once a month at best. Did, did you forget? We analyze the story and discuss the show's themes, characters, compare it to other media, and how it provides an allegory for real-life politics and events. I, I must have forgotten. What, where can I listen to remind myself? You can listen at the Orange Groves Podcast Network or search for We Are Watching One Piece in your favorite podcast app. What's a podcast? 